0: Hello, welcome to the I Want to Meet Nikola Tesla podcast, episode ten. Today I have a special guest all the way from London, UK. Welcome, Matt. How are you going? Awesome. You're well, uh, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you're welcome. So I wanted to talk about something I'm really passionate about, carnivore diet. So where does your start story with the yep. carnivore diet start? Oh man. Uh, okay, so
1: it's about all the way five years back now, because I've I've been into health for about let's say looking into it about eight to ten years, and the path sort of led me to eventually looking towards a place trying to get rid of my acne. I had like severe acne back then when I was about twenty, uh, and when I was on YouTube, it just kept leading me to videos of vegan diet. Stuff like this, so that was the first interest for me to like look into that in terms of veganism. Yeah, and basically, what? I
0: think I lost Matt. That sort of immersed me into the
1: whole vegan community in London which is pretty intense
0: (laughs) I I lost I lost Uh, you there I lost you there for a little bit when you started talking about um, pretty much going vegan
1: okay Uh, right. is that a bit better
0: yeah 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 it's good it just dropped out for like five seconds okay cool yeah
1: yeah uh okay so when i went vegan i was about twenty, twenty-two, twenty-three. 22 23 yeah um and i did it at the time thinking it was good for my health uh and i kind of liked the idea that you know not having to kill animals for food thinking it wasn't necessary to be healthy and live that way so yeah that's what i kind of dove into um in the London community for veganism is like pretty huge. Uh, I even knew like Earthling Ed, uh, Hinch Herbivore, those kind of type of YouTubers. Oh, uh, so are they with,
0: um, are they big names in the vegan community?
1: Yeah, yeah. Earthling Ed, he's got a lot of followers, and he's one of the main sort of activists, you could say. Wow. He's big on the moral side of things. Um, mm. Hinch Herbivore is like a vegan bodybuilder, but easy steroids now to my knowledge Uh, (laughs) it's yeah it's pretty um the thing about I learned from being in that community they're very opening and accepting of you when you want to become vegan but the moment when my health started like declining this is about three three years into veganism um I was vegan for three and a half years total uh it got to a point so bad I was getting so many like uh issues with my gut, yeah. with my um digestive um issues and everything. Yeah. I couldn't even have like a bowl of cereal or a piece of toast or even like a banana without needing to go use the toilet like thirty minutes wow. later. And every time I'd use the toilet it'd be at least thirty minutes to an hour just sitting there until it was like felt like I was finished. Yeah and obviously this was an issue for me because at the time I was a personal trainer. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of clients I had to go, go out, you know, be active all the time. Um, but I continued this pretty much for about the last entire year of my vegan being vegan. So during that, me being vegan for two and a half years to the final three and a half, that whole time it started getting those digestive disease and cramps and serious like side effects of veganism during that final year stage. Um, It started escalating and building up quite rapidly towards the end. Um, A lot kind of happened, but I'll just try to like summarize it as to what I started noticing and why I thought it might've been the diet. Um, For starters, I was noticing sometimes when I brushed my teeth, my gums started bleeding a little bit, and I thought maybe that's just because I wasn't flossing or something. So I started flossing, but then it started bleeding as well. Still, went to the dentist. He couldn't really um, give me anything that helped me with my teeth either or my, my gums that were bleeding at the time. That was one thing worrying me in terms of me thinking I was not getting something in my diet that I was eating as a vegan. Um, another one was I started losing quite a lot of hair. Hair is thinning. That was I didn't like that because I had really long hair at the time. It was about to my almost to my waist. Yeah. Cut it now because it's too long. But <laughs> uh, that was another big issue. One of the main ones for me. I started losing muscle and weight. It was mainly muscle because I was already lean, and I didn't have much body fat on me. I was about eight nine percent body fat, and Obviously, when I'm training clients, I'm noticing a difference in my physical performance. My muscle, like, depleting, and my muscle size is just getting smaller as the weeks went on. Uh, That was something very concerning to me. So the problem was I was trying to eat more vegan food, trying to be more whole food, plant-based. I was having no vegan junk food, no processed oils, no sugars, no salts. Uh, I was strictly trying to be... Completely as natural as possible, because this is what all the um, vegan doctors would say. Like, I got got in touch with uh, Dr. Michael Greger, uh, Dr. Es- Esselstyn. Like, emailed their teams and everything, tried to figure out something that they could do for me in terms of what I was eating that was causing the issue. But they kept pointing me towards um, whole food, plant-based, high carb uh, carbohydrates, and telling me to stay away from more protein foods and not have anything like tofu and everything um, which at the time I was like okay but on the other side of my brain I was like well I kind of need a lot of this protein to keep myself up as well and it's hard to get the protein they say it's easy to get it from beans and everything but trust me it's not
0: <laughs> Wow. To
1: put it put it shortly because you have to eat a lot of beans even if you eat two cans of say kidney red kidney beans um the amount of protein it gives you it says it's around 40 to 50 grams but that's not the absorbable protein that our bodies can actually like that's available for us it's not the same as meat and at the, that was one of the main problems for me at the time i thought 20 grams in a can of beans would be the same as 20 grams from a steak mm. and it's completely not it's just false that's not yeah. how it is but that's how a lot of the vegan doctors saw it and uh yeah. me being misinformed about this i would just go along and try to do my best to stay vegan because for me it was a sort of a moral thing a moral choice yeah. and if i went back on it it would just go against my whole lifestyle and everything so
0: yeah and i bet you had a a, a lot of it was also like if you're saying you're part of these communities like uh if you were part of the vegan community in London as well, I'm sure that also had like, it was a big part of your life and identity, so to speak. Right. Like, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you, 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 kind of going against that was kind of like uh kind of like a big deal. Um Yeah. It sounds like you've got like a lot to say about like your like transition to carnivore. And I, I can kind of relate to, some of the parts you were talking about when you were saying like being stuck on the toilet, because I, I came to carnivore through irritable bowel disease issues um, way back, like uh, probably starting about the earlier, the the, the start of the last decades, so about 10 years ago. And like, I've been on medications for like up until about a year ago. I just, I I I also I can kind of agree. I wasn't seeing any vegan doctors, but the doctors I was seeing, they were they were just sort of telling me, "Oh, you can just keep taking your medications and diet doesn't matter too much." And like yeah. I when I started I I didn't like I didn't really that didn't sit well with me. And then when I started to dig in more, I found carnivore um and that's I've been able to leave the medications um and uh yeah i've never felt better I haven't had any issues um and it 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 really is incredible um and that's part of the reason why i'm doing this podcast is because i th- i still know there's a lot of people from a, a a lot of different health issues i know that like these ibd type issues are just one issue i've talked to people who've lost a lot of weight with with carnivore as well and like it, it feels like uh a lot of people, a lot of people were like literally dying to hear the message. I don't know if you lost me there. Looks like Matt's frozen again.
1: Oh, there you go. Yeah, you're
0: frozen yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. That's all good. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're getting through it. Are Yeah, I'm in Perth, Australia okay yeah 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 so we've got a little bit of a delay it might be because uh everyone I I don't know um sometimes it just like this but so far my experience with zoom's been pretty good but I was gonna say um yeah what I was saying was uh I, I I can relate to the experience you had with uh with uh the carnivore diet being sort of like uh um for me in my experience it was something I found it's it's it feels like it's very much on the fringe like not much of not it's not really been um uh taken on by uh by the sort of mainstream med- medical practice but like I, f- I feel like the results that so many people like me and you and all these people I've spoken to are ha- are having it's going to be like it's it's too much it's going to be too much to ignore at some point
1: yeah yeah I agree it's not it's definitely something that a lot of people don't uh. They just don't know about, like, I, I didn't know about it. When I first found out about it, I was thinking it was crazier than becoming vegan. I was like, mm. only eating animal products, this seems so unhealthy. Yeah. But, you know, that's just one of the things. So, um, it's, I think definitely eventually, when people's health become a serious issue, they'll be willing to try other things, which is like, for example, you and me and thousands of other people. Yeah. Have, once they realize what they're eating is actually giving them what their body needs healing them, and then they're not getting their issues anymore. That's basically the turning point when you're like, okay, this is definitely something I need to like follow or look more into. Um, just because of how powerful it actually is when you eat foods that we're supposed to be eating as a human. That's what I discovered. anyway. So
0: yeah, so- did you, I, I remember when I started, like started the carnivore diet, I got a bit of pushback from friends and family um, being like, what? You're only going to eat meat? Like, that's crazy. You're going to get scurvy or something like, um, <laughs> yeah, Yeah. <laughs> um, do, you, do, you, do you, I'm sure, I don't know. You probably had that confrontation. I don't know. Like, do you have anything to share about that? Um, yeah, I had, I had a like, lot of confrontation. The social the, stigma, if you get what I mean, yeah. Yeah, it was
1: both. It was both types of social. It was my for my friends and family, and then my vegan community as well, obviously, because uh, I stayed quite close and still am with some of my vegan friends who actually, you know, they understand my my, my uh, perspective, which is nice. But for ninety percent of the people that I knew who were vegan, uh, they just kind of, you say, disowned me. They don't speak to me anymore. They don't want anything to do with me. Uh, They just flip something, with the switch They just, you know, disregard me now, whatever I say. So, there's nothing I can do about that, but it kind of goes to show how kind of like really embedded and deep the vegan ideology can get into a lot of people. Because they cling to it as a philosophy that can't be challenged, almost. Um, So, in that regard, it's quite dangerous, but Uh, I'd say the first kind of social stigma, it was an internal battle with myself. (laughs) Yeah. Because the turning point for me was when I was getting such bad digestive issues, um, that one day I was on the toilet, uh, I just, it just burst down there and there was an extra hole that appeared there. I got sent to the hospital. It was oh, the worst gosh. pain of my life.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, it took them about two months to figure out that it was actually an anal fistula, wow. which is like, it's near the end of your digestive tract. There's a wall of tissue that separates certain types of foods, you know, liquid and yeah. solids. Um, that basically collapsed from all the pressure of having to use the toilet all the time. Wow. So there's too much stuff there being like forced and the wall just split and it broke and that basically at that point I couldn't walk for one and a half months. Wow. Uh it took me a long time to recover to the point where I could actually exercise again. But being in London we have NHS, I couldn't afford private healthcare cuz that was like 5000 pounds for a surgery. So I had to literally wait For a whole one and a half years until I got my surgery date, which I had my surgery four weeks and three days ago. So I'm finally recovering like fully from it. I just need another month or so. Um, Yeah. yeah, When I went to the hospital, that was a turning point for me. And I realized I had to do something, otherwise, it was just going to continue. Yeah. And I was like, well, all these vegan doctors are telling me this, but I'm experiencing this. So well, there's something that's going wrong that I don't know about. So when I was bedridden for that month and a half after getting back from the hospital, it was like the worst pain of my life. But I had to like, I researched and researched and researched every single day. And one time I just came across this, uh, the, the meat diet or the carnivore diet from this guy, Jordan B. Peterson. I was listening to one of his podcasts. And I was like, okay, this seems curious. He uses it to cure his autoimmune disease or he's helping it cure him. Um, Same with his daughter, Michaela Peterson. And then I came across Joe Rogan on his podcast and then that led me to Primal Edge Health and then Carnivore MD uh, and Dr. Sean Baker. So those are the main inspiration points for me. When I went to each of them, all, all of them actually responded to me they uh, gave wow. me some stuff to look at, meetrx.com. Um At the time, I was thinking, this is so crazy. But when I was trying to eat as many vegan foods as possible, but I was like, I've had enough. <laughs> I was literally, that last year um, being vegan, plus a whole other extra year and a half after I got my anal fistula surgery, it was basically almost two full years of suffering from this anal fistula. I just couldn't take it anymore. And I just just said, okay, let me just try for a week. Let me just eat only animal products. I'm gonna cut out all the beans, the grains, the fruits, plants, nuts, seeds, all that stuff. I cut it out and I had some eggs and fish and then I had a steak for the first time in my life in like four something years, four or five years. And I kid you not, the next day, first time I had, had, I went to the toilet and my shit was solid for the first time in like five years. Wow. So I was just like, okay. And I had no pain, nothing in my digestive system for the first time ever. And that since ages, I started having problems being vegan. Um, so when that happened, I decided to continue it and see how far I could go with it. And I mean, the benefits just kept piling on top of each other and the stuff I was noticing my energy was coming back my gums weren't bleeding anymore my hair is growing back stronger faster uh, my muscle was coming back which is really important for me I was gaining weight again um, by that time I got an anal fistula I lost seven kilograms don't know what weight system you use over there, but
0: now yeah, we use kilograms as that's well. A, that's a lot of uh, <laughs> thank god
1: that's a, that's a that's a lot of yeah, that's a lot of weight I lost. Yeah. I went down my lowest to sixty point one kilograms. Um and I'm not as big I'm almost at the same as I was before, but at the minute I'm sixty seven kg. So I've managed to in the space of I've only been primarily carnivore for three months and a little bit. Uh, And that's when I started putting on the weight heavily. So it's literally all down to the carnivore diet and getting my weight back and getting control of my digestive issues and everything, so
0: yeah. That's an incredible story, like absolutely unbelievable. Like, thank you so much for sharing and I'm so happy for you that you're feeling better and that you'll like get to live life like without these terrible symptoms and this pain i mean yeah yeah um is that that's what it's all about and like i i i feel like the 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 carnival community like you were saying before they're so friendly like you reached out to these people and it's about helping people get to better health and um i still think it's so early and like i i hope we can sort of keep on to that to keep the perspective about being best health sort of thing and not 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 turn into like a dogmatic sort of thing, like uh, some people are yeah. reporting with like yeah. other 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 communities around diet. It's so easy for that to happen as it grows. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, how, how were you a where you were part of the vegan community for a while? So may, if you have probably seen them grow uh. and it become much bigger thing, like what what would you suggest? for us as the carnivore community now what what can we do to make sure that we sort of stay on the right path going on the health i mean i'm not an expert i've not really been Um, part of diet communities for long i'm new to the carnivore community but i think it would be important yeah if you get what i'm saying yeah no it's a really good question it's a good it's a good
1: point um let's see so I, i i mainly stuck with the health and the fitness industries in veganism when I was vegan. Um, and from that, you, you have to understand when you when someone goes vegan, it usually becomes, it may be initially for health for some, but for most, it's a moral or ethical choice. They, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they say it's moral or ethical. So that's one of the main issues that develops when you become vegan. It sort of creates a stigma in your brain that this is the only way you have to eat this way, otherwise you're wrong, you're evil, you're hurting animals, you're killing them for no reason, yeah, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So when it comes to being carnivore, I think we need to understand that we shouldn't create it or sort of make it a stigma if you have plants, fruits, vegetables, or whatever. Yeah. Because while I think the more and more I'm studying carnivore and our bodies as a whole, and looking at the history of the side of things, um, the science behind it and everything, it does seem to be the more optimal diet for us as humans. Yeah. Um, and it has been shown to be that way for thousands of years. But I don't think we should get carried away to the point of saying, okay, we're not allowed to eat this. Like, yeah. um, for example, in my transition period, I stuck to white basmati rice because I think, you know, Bobby's perspective, he used to be vegan and he became a carnivore now as well. Okay. He's another example. He said uh, that's one of the few foods that has no anti-nutrients in it. So that means it doesn't give you like inflammatory issues or whatever. So in the for the general population, there are some foods we can still eat that we can tolerate if we if we don't have serious underlying health conditions. Um, that's where it comes into play. I think if someone wants to just be healthier, it's good to point them to the carnivore diet, to so say you can still mix and match, but you need to make sure that it's not affecting you negatively, because for a lot of people who go into this diet, they have serious issues like we did, like IBS, digestive issues, autoimmune disorders. For those instances, it's absolutely like crucial. They stick to completely carnivore for a set period of time. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to be eating some type of plants that has a defense mechanism or something that you don't know what it is, um, and it's going to set you off. I think the main advice, basically, we need to make sure we don't become like a sort of dogmatic ideology, like veganism, because that just gets people nowhere. We need to be on a sort of collective group just trying to help people based on an individual type basis. Yeah.
0: I agree with you hundred percent. It's about, the idea is to get people feeling better and living without pain. Um, and yeah. if, if you can achieve that by maybe being 80% carnivore and then maybe you still, I don't know, you drink, you'd really like your coffee. You really like str- eating some vegetables or fruit, but you mainly feel yeah. like we uh, like I don't think it's a good idea then for us to be like, Oh, you're not a, you can't be part of the community or like, you know, like, I think we should include yeah, exactly. everyone who's trying to, uh, overcome health issues, um, and is on a journey. We should, and they're using, uh, meat to achieve that. We should uh, be inclusive of everyone. Yeah. I agree with you a hundred percent. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's it, it i'm really excited because i still feel like uh this this community is so small and i feel like it's inevitable that it, that it's gonna grow because like the 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 facts are like you can't you can't sort of you can't you can't hide from them you know and then there's so many people that uh that are in yeah. pain right now and like you know like you were saying some of these amazing people who are like big uh big names in the space like uh Michaela Peterson is one of them. And she, 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 like you mentioned, when people are kind of really, uh, really unwell, um, maybe it is best to start with just meat. I'm pretty sure she advocates that with the, with the she calls it the lion diet. Where it's pretty much like yeah, meat. Just, uh, meat and salt and water. Yeah. So that's people who are really unwell. And then you can kind of start from there. And if you kind of find that you're feeling good from there, then maybe you can experiment and see what you can add yeah exactly yeah um yeah th- that's incredible so what are you now like are you still looking to obviously you're in a period of recovery are you, now you're looking to sort of um you're still interested you're still staying you're sort of coming into your line of work from a different perspective right so before you were kind of coming as like a you're like yeah. a yeah. fitness coach right and like yeah yeah you were you were you were sort of how, how were you, so? You were also sort of like advocating the people. How much of your work was also advoca- advocating diet as well?
1: Uh, all of it was. So, wow. basically, eighty percent of my clients were vegan as well. Okay. Um. Obviously, I, none of them are my clients anymore. So wow. <laughs> that's that's
0: a whole nother story to go down. Yeah. Um. You have a really amazing story, man. Like, unbelievable. Yeah, I think the more I realize when I look into
1: carnivore stuff and I find someone who has, who can um, share their story as well, like my story is really complicated, but just as everyone else's, everyone has their own special individual complicated story. Yeah. And that's what's really amazing about this, this diet because I don't know how, but it seems to be the case. The more people that are going carnivore, it's helping them. It's just proving how many things it actually is like fixing. Yeah. Even there's been a case that came out. Um, Carnivore MD he uh, did a podcast on it recently. Um, someone recently went into type one diabetic, so pretty the pretty bad case, but they were able to sort of not exactly reverse it, but get to the point where they didn't have to take any more medication for it. And they can control it just by eating carnivore. So they didn't have to worry about their insulin levels. Yeah. Um, to me, when I'm being told my entire life, there's no absolute way to reverse diabetes and stuff like this. And then I hear a story like that, that someone's actually controlling their life, being able to live it the way they want to, have their energy back and not worry, as long as they keep eating carnivore foods. That's just That's just like something to me that just shows this is really beneficial for us um because it's incredible the power it actually has if we listen to our body and like really pay attention to what we're supposed to be eating as opposed to what's hurting us or damaging our system we can really quickly gauge what's good for us and what isn't
0: wow that that's that's a really profound thought and like because that that reminds me of this idea then then like that so many of us are on these medications like for a wide variety of things and uh usually once you're on one medication maybe you might that might produce some side effects that then you end up eating yeah. more medication and then before you know it you're just sort of stuck in this cycle of uh
1: medications
0: and just like this idea of uh Listening to our bodies and just the idea of um having the freedom of being like free of all these uh of all these medications for a lot of people like that's like that's a that's a that's an amazing yeah. thing and like that was one of the biggest things for me when I was able to come off these i b d medications it was like wow like i felt uh, it was like the most incredible thing ever for me, and it was like one of the mm-hmm. biggest highlights of my yeah, last year um the fact that I like achieved getting off that because for me it was like oh there's no there's no amount of money there was no amount of nothing that could like solve that mm-hmm. it's just yeah you know what I mean it's like something you can just yeah, exactly like, exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you you're, I had you're that feeling point point when I had a
1: when I had a normal two for the first time in years it was like that was it for me I was happy
0: <laughs> yeah it's uh Yeah. Yeah. Well, just, especially from like, you can relate, I can relate to you as well. The first time you, you, you know, just losing your anxiety about, you know, I've had that when I've had my IBD when it was really bad. Like you're just anxious to eat anything. Um, I know anxious to go out somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. Going out somewhere like socialize. It's a, it's, everything's a nightmare. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, to be able to be free of that and not have to like, uh, not yeah free of that not have to take any medications no more doctors visits like it's completely changed my life it's incredible and i I just think like i I just think it's inevitable like that more and more people uh are going to be coming on and it's kind of like if 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 they're listening right now, it's kind of like what 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 I what I'm trying to say is to people. I'm not trying to say you don't have to be reckless. You don't have to be. You don't have to go against anything your doctor's saying. Or or all, all that I'm saying is like this diet. You can add it into your current sort of journey, so to speak. Your however you're managing your condition, and and it doesn't hurt. It's not gonna it's not gonna mess with anything. And I think a lot of people would be surprised by the difference it can make. Yeah. yeah yeah i agree yeah it's uh it's 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 incredible um and it's it's definitely like it's not just about eating meat that's what i've been just sort of talking with people because uh it's it, it's a lifestyle as well so like i've yeah. i've been doing it for about a year now and it it it, cha- it changes the way it it, it, ch- it changes the way i basically um live i've been sort of talking about it changes the way i shop for one because when i go to the grocery store it's just like there's no more wandering around looking for things it's just like i'm in yeah i get like i go to the section the goods and i'm out and it kind of like you you being on this diet for me i've i've had a whole new perspective on On life in a sense because it's made me think about wow I used to spend so much time wandering around these aisles thinking what am I going to eat like stressing what am I going to have for dinner and you would wonder by some section that's like uh you know (laughs) the snack section or whatever for me I I never was really I I never got like I was never fully into diet but one thing I did have for a while was I thought like gluten-free I thought gluten was like the thing that was like giving me my ibd issues so for a while i was like into gluten-free stuff and i sort of noticed Mm -hmm. that before it became a big sort of thing um i was sort of like experimenting oh maybe if i if i um if i if i lower my gluten intake and then i think what what i noticed was was because i was reducing my carbs i think i noticed it helped a bit but i don't but yeah. then, as more sort of gluten-free, now you've got a whole aisle of worth of gluten-free, and it's just as bad as all the other crap because it's still got the sugar <laughs> and it's still like, there's no yeah. difference. It's still bad for you. Like it's just like I don't know. It just became a popular yeah. Fad. It's
1: become a marketing term now. Yeah. It says uh, I've got a whole another story behind gluten-free because my friend, uh, we will go into it, but he he had similar issues and he cut up gluten. And that helped him. But yeah, it's, I don't know if you, have you read, uh, The carnivore Code? No, I haven't. I've,
0: I've, I've, I'm going to get onto that. Um, that, that's, uh, yeah,
1: I'd highly recommend that that covers all the like different types of, uh, defense mechanisms in plants, like the lectins, the polyphenols, he so goes through literally everything in the entire book. It's a really long read, yeah. but it's like extremely scientific and beneficial whatever you want to learn about a type of food, it's like in there and it tells you why it sort of reacts to why so many humans like get negative benefits from it, for example. So yeah, I'd recommend reading that. Cause I really really like, it opened my eyes up when I read it. I was like, that's why I was going to the toilet for that. That's why this was messing up. That's why my skin was breaking out. Like it's like, it's really incredible when you understand the plant, the plant kingdom isn't, it's not as pretty as everyone makes it out to be. <laughs>
0: yeah. And it's like, I get what you're saying. It's kind of like, it, it scientifically explains basically most of the stuff that we think is food is actually poison for us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm definitely looking forward to reading that book. I've, I've actually got it on my Kindle. I just haven't gotten around to it. Um, oh, nice. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's kind of basically what i was getting to when i was talking about walking through the aisles and like most of the shopping cent, most of a grocery yeah. store um is actually just stuff that we call it food but it's not really food like <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, yeah um it's sort of like i, I don't know and then yeah it's it, 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 yeah it's it's not food um I, i'm sort of stepping out and saying yeah it's it's not food and like um a lot of people are kind of like i think suffering in silence um and yeah. I, I, an, another part of it is like i i think it, i've i've sort of i've talked to other pe- i've talked to uh the last podcast i had someone were talking about drugs and how basically like food is um like a massive drug in our society and how like how much like we're just addicted a lot of psychologically to these sugar and these carbs sort of foods and it's it's hard for us to transition and like i understand i understand that is the case um for a lot of people um and how like If someone's like listening to this and they're thinking about transitioning to carnivore, I'm aware that like it, it might sound like a bit scary to just eat just meat for 30 days. Um, I personally, I didn't have any issues transitioning because I don't know, even before I started carnivore, I was still, I I was pretty like uh, very conscious of what I ate. And just because of the IBD issues and stuff I had, I always like made sure I didn't eat. Like I, I just... I don't even know I just felt like I just had it was it, it's kind of like I was listening to my body even before I started carnivore and I just sort of knew that like if I ate too much of like I don't know carbs or something it would it would, it would give me a hard time like uh, um yeah but like if if someone's listening and I know for some people like Joe Rogan he said that he 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 got diarrhea or something when he when he first started transitioning to carnival, like the first couple of days or something like that but because yeah. that's just like our bodies aren't used to it and but then in the end yeah, it's an adapt- adaptation phase yeah for some even, people yeah but at the end pretty much everyone that I've heard that's done it for at least the 30 day challenge um always like uh I've not heard a negative review
1: yeah Yeah, it's the same for me. Um, uh, For some people, uh, I've heard the same. They just get diarrhea for a a phase. Um, There's actually a whole another section in that book of uh, Carnival Code as well that explains that. Um, And there's one section which is quite scary in terms of oxalate dumping. If someone was eating a lot of oxalate high foods, for example, like turmeric, spinach, dark leafy greens, stuff like that, um, there'll actually be a phase if you quickly jump to a carnivore and you're eating a lot of foods that your body needs, your body's dumping and getting rid of these toxins. And there's been a lot of cases where people are like, they're finding bits of hard crystals coming out of their mouth or, or you know, wow. use the toilet or something. Yeah. Uh, it's quite, quite scary to think that you've been ingesting that from foods. Yeah. over years and years and years and it accumulates to a point to get that way in your body but um yeah i'd definitely say for me personally i experienced nothing but positive results <clears throat> transitioning to carnivore because obviously you never had like ips digestive issues. anything's better than that pretty much <laughs> yeah yeah so for me it wasn't it wasn't an issue it was just like wow i feel a lot better i'm going to doing this while i'm feeling even better and even better and even better there was one time when i had for two weeks um i'd get like sort of a cold or a flu or something and i got that recovered got it again recovered got it again recovered and i i heard on a podcast i think it was bobby's perspective there's something called the, the carnivore flu or something or the keto flu it's basically the that it can happen sometimes when your body transitions to fat sources as opposed to carbs because it basically cuts you off from needing that carbohydrate source. Uh, but that's a bit more – that's another topic. But I would say yeah. if you just stick to it, you'll see nothing but positive results long-term. That's ideally what everyone wants to have, you know, yeah. just to live their life Yeah, without <laughs> yeah. problems. So, I no, mean, I'm, it's definitely always worth to give it a go. Yeah, absolutely.
0: That's uh, that's it. Like living without any painful symptoms, I'm loving it, man. I'm so happy to hear your story. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's so awesome. Like the transformation you've you've had, it's absolutely incredible. Like the physical transformation, but a lo- another thing that I've um, yeah. heard from people um, is mentally they feel a lot better. Like mental clarity. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Yeah just very want to focused: on very that. Headed.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah sure sure. Uh, <laughs> so being vegan, I when I first started becoming a vegan for that first, let's say half a year, I felt really good, I felt clean, I felt light, I felt energetic. Um, but that was just the beginning as of a lot of initial diets or whatever. like it's anything that changes your body? to a sort of extreme degree, it's gonna affect you in one way or another. It can be positive, it can be negative.
0: Maybe like a honeymoon phase, so to
1: speak. (laughs) Yeah, honeymoon phase, yeah, exactly. Um, But what I learned, uh, veganism is essentially an ultimate fasting type lifestyle. Because if you think about it, you're not eating any animal products. You're not eating anything that can actually sustain your body you're not giving your body what it actually like needs and wants. so you can only fast for so long, right? That's just logic. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's sort of the uh the thing that I realized um when I became carnivore, I was being satiated for the first time in years that was like the main thing for me when i ate when i ate these foods i was like wow i'm full i'm not hungry i'm not thinking about food anymore i'm not thinking about my next meal like i'm good for the rest of the day to me that was like a crazy feeling but at the same time it was extremely liberating because i now had all this free time just to do whatever else i wanted to do with my life yeah <laughs> i didn't have to like worry about my next meal, what to eat. I knew all, as long as I had some animal, I just had to get some sources from animal feeds, meat, eggs, fish, some dairy, if I could tolerate it. Uh, that's basically it. Butters, fat, this <laughs> is it's really, it's like, it's easy. So
0: yeah, it's, 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 it's incredible. And that relates to like that whole thing I was saying about how it's a lifestyle because I, that's what i found because when i'm i'm not i don't know i compare myself to maybe like the standard i call it like the standard australian diet or the standard american diet yeah the sad, the sad diet um yeah, yeah you know usually uh, like you saying they're never satiated like it usually starts with a coffee in the morning then like some sugary snack then maybe like some lunch that's full of carbs um but I agree with you I, I usually in the morning i either have eggs or a steak or something and it's just like I'm I'm good like I'm ready to start the day I'm ready to like work on whatever I need to do and it's like my energy levels are high and I'm not like I'm not I'm not thinking about snacks I'm not I'm not distracted by by anything yeah. and yeah that's one of the aspects that I I I can relate to you on and uh, and it's also kind of like what I was saying it it like it changes my uh, it's part of like what I was saying is it's part of this lifestyle um, that like I feel like my lifestyle is different just because of this diet you know the way the way I feel mentally like I was saying the way even I I I spend my time at the grocery shops just like a a lot of stuff a lot of stuff is different Um, and yeah it's It's, I get that that is probably scary for some people because they're like, it's because of like, you're kind of like departing from the rest of the crowd in a lot of, in a lot of like, in a lot of ways. Yeah. (laughs) But what I'm trying to say to anyone is if you are scared, like it feels freaking great. So like, don't like, give, (laughs) give it a go. And in the worst case, you'll realize, wow. Um. I feel great and I I'm not missing out on anything. That's that's my feeling. Um
1: Yeah. Um oh yeah, I kinda went off topic there, I just realized in terms of the mental clarity you're yeah. asking me. Uh I'll just touch on that again quickly.
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: Basically basically when I was vegan towards the middle, towards the end of being vegan, uh, I noticed I wasn't able to concentrate as 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 much as I used to. Um getting sort of that Brain fog, as you call it. Um, But I didn't really think that was an issue at the time. I thought I was just tired or whatever, you know. But when I went primarily carnivore, it's been about three and a half months now, three and a bit months. um, I've never felt so, like, alert and focused before, ever, in my entire life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, doing vegan, before, anytime. It's just, like, My sleep has improved massively as well. I've noticed those two things: sleep and mental clarity. Those are two really big improvements I noticed that happened quite quickly, like in the first month. Mm. Like, I'll eat my food once or twice a day of this carnivore. You know, salmon and eggs, or steak and eggs, or whatever it is. Uh, I'll cover it in like full-fat butter. (laughs) Yeah, I'll go to sleep have one of the best nights of sleep ever. I wake up the next morning as soon as I wake up, I'm up, I'm ready, I'm alert, I'm focused. I'm yeah. energetic like I can just start straight away. Yeah. Uh it's it's incredible. It's a really good feeling.
0: Yeah, I I I can relate to that 100%. That's 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 what I'm that's what I'm uh that's what I'm saying as well. It's part of my lifestyle now. Like I'm up and I'm ready to go. Hey, um I I don't feel like, I don't know. I used to really love coffee, but now I feel like I don't. I don't really need it. Like, if if you like coffee, you can still drink coffee. It's fine. um I don't think like that. You don't. But it, it's just like amazing. Just to find it. it just uh, the amazing thing is how simple a diet can be. Like, like it's pretty much you can just eat like a few different things, and you can you can feel great and probably get off a whole heap of medication. It's just like uh, uh, absolutely mind blowing and like. Uh, I I can't get enough of like the stories I'm hearing from people like you um, that have found uh, so much success, um, and I'm definitely looking forward to um, reading. Uh, was it, is it Paul Saladino? Is that is that his name? Who, who wrote the Yeah, that's his the name, Carnivore yeah, yeah. Code. Yeah, I, f- I follow him on Twitter. Yeah, and like he, he, yeah, he's uh, he he's put out some interesting tweets right lately that I saw and like one of them was like how much like he was sort of yeah he's sort of talking about sort of the current health crisis that's going on now and he's sort of talking about yeah, yeah. How, how much of it uh how much like it he, obviously he's in sort of the medical industry and he's sort of talking about like the idea that like it's not ex- not acceptable to go against the the group think what the majority Uh, the status quo thinks even if it even if it's sort of showing like positive uh, results and then he's also I saw another tweet he was sort of saying he's excited um, for when uh, the uh, just to have a discussion about like how much diet impacts a lot of disease uh, and health issues and yeah I think I think now like and it's kind of like I keep harping back on about the idea that like I think uh, now more than ever, like we're going to have to try new things because so many people are really unwell and really not in a good uh, state with their health. Um, And I'm really excited actually to read that book. Um, I've read um, I've read uh, Sean Baker's book on the on the carnivore diet. I found that. Yeah, I I haven't read
1: that one yet, but uh, on my list. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, we're just so early, aren't we? Like, I, I don't know, you, you probably have more experience in, like, nutrition and, like, you know, the science behind it a bit more if you've sort of been, like, uh, in the field a bit more. But I still feel like uh, we, there's still so much room for, like, us to yeah. do proper controlled trials and research for 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 uh, What I would
1: recommend, if you want to find more um, actual science on it, have you heard of MeetRx.com?
0: Yeah, yeah. I've actually i've have spoke to i've spoke to a, a coach that we've had a podcast. Um, one of the coaches on the podcast as well. They're, they're oh, doing nice, really good nice. stuff. Yeah, but tell me more about for the yeah. people listening about about rx
1: Yeah, basically they have so MeetRx.com uh, or MeetRx official on Instagram. They have a certain. They have one of the. They have a whole section on resources on the website, and if you click on it, it lists every single type of uh, health condition or immune, autoimmune disorder or health problem yeah. and if you click on it it gives you a whole list of studies that's been done scientifically yeah. and these there's very few epidemiological studies, which for anyone who doesn't know what that means, it's sort of the lower tier study because it's based on correlation not cause and effect. Yeah. But the main types of studies they have are peer-reviewed, randomized controlled studies, which are like the highest qualitative type of uh, research you can have as a scientist. So they have a lot of good information on there, listing any type of condition you can think of, like, for example, uh, heart disease, Crohn's disease, whatever. You name it, you'll, it'll be there on their website. You can click it, find a study, and then, cite it to whoever you want to show that's what yeah. i've been doing and it helps a lot
0: so yeah that, that that's awesome hey and it's like they've got like that sort of scientific stuff for anyone who's like more scientifically inclined but then they also have all yeah. these awesome coaches who are just there to sort of hold your hand and like help you like mm-hmm. help you get through it so to speak because I, I understand yeah, exactly it, it can be pretty daunting um Especially maybe if like you know you're 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 someone who's like I don't know someone like me who their doctor said oh the diet shouldn't matter too much just make sure you stay on these medications. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I, but you know I'm maybe a more person who's a little bit more like I don't know uh, willing you know go out try different things. You know even then it was scary for me because I'm thinking oh what if this doesn't work like what am I yeah 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 um so meet rx i think it's awesome that they sort of have someone there who are experienced knowledgeable a lot of them are like uh the lady who i spoke to before laurie she's was, she was a nurse so they're very knowledgeable and they're very like uh empathetic um they're professionals and it, it's yeah. it's like they they do one-on-one sort of sessions with people don't they
1: yeah 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 they're really helpful because i reached out to them as well um based on i put one of my stories on a facebook post in carnival and then someone yeah. commented said you should get in touch with Meter X. and that's how i found them i didn't know who they were before mm. uh, and actually they they want to interview me again next week I'm that interview awesome <laughs> man no <laughs> your, podcast, uh, your story yeah, is incredible a, yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um Yeah, they've got a lot of good stuff on there and anyone who's not so scientifically inclined uh, They have like thousands of success stories. So Mm. that's what you're after Results like actual inspiration results from loads of other people across the world
0: They have a whole page of success stories as well. So awesome Yeah, good stuff on there. So we've got we've got so if if you're someone who's listening and you're thinking about taking a step in carnival diet, Meat RX is just like the perfect place to to yeah. go to because, um, hey, like we're pretty much giving them a free advertisement. But like I've I've sort of uh, they <laughs> yeah. they are awesome, but it's sort of like they've sort of doing it. If you're someone who like you want someone basically everything there in one place, and 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 maybe. A, a, you know um you appreciate sort of like the human touch sort of so to speak like they're they're absolutely fantastic but also there's also just so much free great information around as well like before you even came into touch you, you were sort of you were sort of mentioning some of the names before but like what if someone just wanted to do sort of like their own research journey about carnivore um what uh, like what yeah. would you sort of recommend like i know you mentioned uh, what, for draw- me
1: i'm i'm big oh. into youtube so uh like because it's i learn a lot through watching videos and things like that
0: maybe like a visual but, learner yeah
1: yeah yeah I, w- I would say uh bobby's perspective for one he's a good youtuber he was vegan for i think seven years or something and now he's carnivore he has a lot of experience of explaining how things was and like how things are better being a carnivore. He knows that he's heavily into health and all that stuff and fitness. Mm. Um, another one would be Primal Edge Health. He's on Instagram and YouTube as well. And then Carnivore M D is Doctor Paul Paul Saladino. Yeah. And Doctor Sean Baker. He's Doctor Sean Baker's on YouTube as well, I think. Uh, those are like the three or four main figures I kind of started from or got inspiration from. And I've noticed the more I research and look up people, they're the main list of people that come up. Uh, Personally, I I like all of them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I
0: those guys. Yeah, yeah. That 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 they're a great list, hey. I, I, I personally I'm a big fan of uh Dr. Yep. Sean Baker, um Paul Saladino. Um I I'm looking mm. forward to reading his books. But that's just like that's just the tip of the iceberg. And I think that's just like that is a great a great place to start. Think yeah, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your story. I really, really appreciate it. Your story is Absolutely incredible! Incredible, and like I'm so I'm so happy that you're feeling a lot better, that you're recovering, and um yeah, living living pain and symptom free. How awesome is that? Yeah,
1: yeah. Always no <laughs> man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, a, you're, nice. wel- you're
0: welcome to we share. Need, I think we need to go a, on. I was just saying, if you wanted to share how people okay. can get in touch with you, you're welcome as well. Uh yeah
1: um i'm quite heavily on uh instagram so my instagram's uh jumping tarzan it's cool. all one word <laughs> yeah yeah um and if you want to get in touch more personally on facebook just matthew Steele, and i've got like i've been reaching out to a lot of other people trying to help them who have sort of similar issues with the health like i have so like i can help you out with um Just basic advice, basically, if you're interested in it, transitioning and stuff like that. Uh, But yeah, I think the more people that share their story um, and recovering, regaining control of their health and being able to live their life, the better. So I'm just happy that you invited me to have you on and we can, you know, share each other's experience. And so hopefully, if even if one other person's listening to this and they look into it and it helps their life that's good enough for me, so yeah.